Welcome to Secrets to Selling Your Business, the podcast for entrepreneurs and business owners looking to unlock the secrets behind successful business transitions. Join our host, Jacob Koenig, a partner at Woodbridge International, as he gives you the knowledge to navigate complexities, embrace strategic shifts, and prepare you to sell your business with no regrets. At Woodbridge, we know how to give you the wisdom to achieve your ultimate success. And now, here's your host, Jacob Koenig. All right, welcome to the show. Today, we have as our guest, Craig Davis. He's the founder and president of Ascend Experience Coaching and Consulting. Craig, thanks so much for joining us. Yeah, glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So, Craig, you were in mortgage finance for for 20 plus years, and you became a leader, achieved great success. What inspired your transition from mortgage finance leadership to starting Ascend Experience? Well, I think, you know, I mean, this has always been, I'm going to call it my life after mortgage plan. I mean, so much of my leadership in my tenure in mortgage was always rooted in mindset. And ultimately what I learned early on was that the more I focused on helping people succeed in their design, that helped me be successful and that helped me succeed. Right. And so I've sort of been on this path. And then, so this was always like a life after mortgage plan. Well, some of that mortgage plan was made for me because the company I also helped take public decided to shut its doors in these vicious headwinds that the mortgage industry is uh, uh, put under right now. So when that happened, I said, you know what, this is happening for me, right. not to me. So this is my time now as my life after mortgage opportunity to start this business. And that's really what, you know, got me here now versus what I thought would have been like 10 years from now. So that's great. And you were also a, a cancer survivor uh, as well. I mean, how how did that play into uh, to this change, and and how has that influenced your perspective on on leadership and life? Yeah, well, and you know, so I had stage three cancer. I mean, this was just two years ago. Um, wow. I mean, I just finished treatment a year and a half ago, and you know, it's interesting because when I got my diagnosis, you know, I went through what I'm sure many people go through: the I'm going to die, right? And and as I was able to lift out of that, and and for reasons why you know, I was able to start pulling on some of my own leadership and management. You know, one thing I always say is, you know, the only two things we can control is our attitude and our actions. And that's it. That's a simple math, right? Attitude plus action equals you. So I said, okay, I don't have cancer. There is cancer, right? And I pulled on, so I'm going to show up every day and I'm going to endure treatment. I'm just going to show up, take my treatment and my mindset's going to get me through you know, the six months of chemo and radiation, all the six and the feels and the nausea and all that stuff. And I went into an endurance mindset Mm. and that's what helped me sort of detach from it. And I also went into it like, okay, because, you know, again, having a leadership role in in the company, I was visible. Right. So people were, they knew and they were curious and I wanted to be, it it almost became not about me in Mm. a weird way. It was more like, how can I help you as I'm going through this? And that might sound a little you know, weird, maybe, but like that actually helped me um, detach from it a little bit. And like I said, orient my mindset towards this is an endurance game. And so I went into it, like, I'm going to learn from this. And I'm actually, I'm not saying I'm thankful I had cancer, but I'm thankful of all the things that helped me get through it, you know? Yeah, for sure. And now here on, on the other side, uh, yeah. starting up the the consulting business. I mean, how has that, uh, that been for the past couple of years here? Uh, I, you know, it's, and it hasn't even been that long. I mean, I just launched this um, not that long ago and it's been very momentous. It's been exciting. And even, you know, such as the cancer story, I mean, that's part of, that's part of the story. That's not the reason why I'm doing this, yeah. 
but there's roots in there, um, part of this. And, and what I have found even in that context is that allows me to help people also in a different way. Right. Mm -hmm. And some of the experiences I've shared or Mm -hmm. had, doesn't mean you had to have cancer, but you might have something else very difficult in your life. Right. And there's a shared, you know, um, challenge Mm -hmm. there. And so, uh, but every day, man, it's, and I know your audience, right? Entrepreneurs, yeah. right? Every day I hustle hard every yeah. single day and all, you know, the fears and the anxieties and the opportunities and the challenges and the everything's, yeah. you know, it's every day and it's a, it's an ongoing road. Exactly. And I mean, speaking of entrepreneurs, obviously this is the, uh, the secrets to selling your business podcast. So, you know, I'd love to hear a little bit about how you help, you know, executives and and leaders go through transitions in their own lives, um, you know, similar to, to selling a business when it's something that's, that's so tied into the, your ego and, and the things that you've built over your life. What kind of advice would you give to an entrepreneur who's, who's thinking about, you know, should I be selling my business at this point? Yeah, you know, and that's, that's a really, really poignant question because there's a lot within that, I think, because everybody goes through different you know, emotions or there's different backgrounds or there's different reasons. I think, you know, at a very, very surface level, you know, what I'd first say is, look, something has inspired you to make a decision or explore this decision. And that immediate, you know, hopefully it was through an inspiration, not through a negative, but whatever the case was, something is bringing you to this point. Right. So remember that because as you now pursue this decision process, you're going to get dissuade. You're going to get you know, challenged, you're going to get upset, you're going to have anxieties, you're going to have stress, you're going to get over anxious, or or even maybe really excited about a potential outcome that may or may not be. And so like, A, let's remember why. And then let's really focus on our roadmap of the steps we need to take in order to get to this desired outcome. So although we're, our eyes are, you know, toward this desired result, our actions have to be in our daily process our definition of success yeah we have to say this is actually really important Mm. not i will be successful when this sale comes through this is really critical Mm. don't do that right we always have a result-oriented goal i want the sale to go through for these reasons right but we need to tie our success into our daily actions activities so i need so everyone like write this down right I am being successful when, and you tie that to your daily actions and activities that's leading you down the road towards this outcome you want. So you might have to do, you know, whatever the case is. And I know, you know, Jacob, what you put, you know, and how you um, work with with your, with your clients. Mm -hmm. I'm sure you have lots of, you know, um, things that need to be done in order to make the sale. So you have to tie your, your definition of success into those activities. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, the due diligence process can be tiring, exhausting. I mean, there's, there's a lot of, of paperwork you have to dredge up, but you have to find documents from years ago. Oftentimes it, it can be a, a very draining process. So I think that that mindset, as you said, Craig, of, of I'm achieving success, you know, constantly keeping that in uh, in mind is going to be a, a major power, you know, to, to draw from, to get through that and reach the goal. Yeah. And I mean, and it's as simple as I am being successful when mm-hmm. I tackle Jacob's uh, checklist for an mm-hmm. hour every day, exactly. you know, but it really is true. Root your success into that yeah. activity. And I know in your your experience working in the, the mortgage field, you had some, uh, some times where, where there were, people that you would bring in who had their own brands prior. I'm, I'm curious to hear more about 
how you would uh, coach people through those transitions. Yeah. I mean, you know, so often, you know, and I worked for a large company and we were a publicly traded company, at least we started as a startup and became publicly traded, right? So a lot of that was through growth, A, organic growth, but B, through new growth. So I was always recruiting, right? Recruiting um, branches and even, you know, merging other companies into our company. And again, I'll hold on to, there's a reason why you want this opportunity. And there's, even though there might be, it might require a brand change and it might require a process change. And it also might require a mindset shift because, and for some people, and I was very, very conscious of this, you're not an owner anymore. And for some people that would be difficult. And so rather than focus on, you know, why aren't you following this process? For Mm -hmm. example, in those cases, I would really focus in on how can I help you make this mindset shift to be part of this because it is a different mindset. And a lot of times what I found little shifts, not big, this is a big move, but we focus on little incremental shifts, behaviors, you know, things like this in order to find those remarkable results. I really like that. Focusing on the little steps, right? Yeah. How in practice do you put that into play? I, I mean, can you share with us an example of uh, of where this was very much a, a successful strategy? Yeah, well, and I'll use this analogy. And, and some of you guys may have heard this before. Maybe you have, right? And, you know, it's the whole like one degree, um, right? Like if a plane takes off from San Francisco to Miami, and if it's one degree off, it'll land in the ocean. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, in application, again, um, when I would bring a team on, and I've had to merge teams together. I mean, all this stuff. Yeah, I peel it back and first we get the mindset right. So we know why we're doing something. We set the expectations. Here's how it matters. Here's how it affects your daily life. And not just me, right? but your employees mm-hmm. and the interactions. We have shared fate. I talk a lot about shared fate. We have the common goals in mind. And mm-hmm. then as we make little shifts and it could be process shifts, it would be spaced out. You know, sometimes we have to do a lot up front. We know that, right? But other things, we don't have to do everything at once. Mm-hmm. You know, so it really depends but it's really, we have to get underneath sometimes, you know, what we need to do. And we really have to know why mm. we're doing it. And sometimes we have to also figure out how we're going to get ourselves to right. do yeah. that, you yeah. know. And finding that, uh, that source of, uh, of inspiration. Yeah. And that inspiration, you know, and we have to figure out even, and I'll say, you know, you know, you have action items, right. for example, right? Well, turn those action items into your process. Mm. So let me give you a quote. I'm sure people have read Atomic Habits. It's definitely a top five must read book, right? By James Clear. One of my favorite quotes is, you don't rise to the level of your goals. You fall to the level of your systems. Mm. So you can't always muscle your way to the desired outcome, right? right? You have to develop your process your actions, your activities. That's why I say tire success. I am being successful when to your actions, because that's that process that's going to get you there. Yeah. I think a lot of entrepreneurs can really relate to that as well. You know, the fact is the company, if it's, if a company is only reliant upon your ability to muscle through these problems and, and just figure things out on the fly, then you'll never be able to, to sell it. You know, you'll never be able to step back and let other people run it, to build those systems around you and to put things into an, an institutionalized framework. That's the value can then be passed on, passed on. Yeah. And I think what's brilliant in what you're saying in, in this conversation too, because if we take on that mindset now, 
what's the lens we're looking through to then make other decisions? Well, if I'm following this process to get to here, I might have to make other decisions where I now have to ask for help. Or I may have to delegate some things, or maybe I have to reduce a little bit of my owner's mindset and, you know, shift, you know, or whatever the case is to bring more people on board, you know, and I don't want to be callous to the pains and the struggles and the emotions and all the stuff, you know, that every individual goes through in this, I get it, you know, but we still have a desired outcome. So sometimes we do have to make that internal decision first to then make external activity. Yeah, we often do see it's one of the most difficult things for an entrepreneur to let go of of their own, I want to say ego-driven even um, sure. points of view, where if you want to sell your business and, and step away, you can't be focused on how much value you're bringing to the business. If that's the only thing you can talk about when you're talking to a potential buyer, um, then they're going to say, well, well I, you know, I'm happy to invest with you, but I, I'm going to need you to stay on forever, right? Yeah. Well, and, and going back to what we were talking about earlier, when I've, um, when I've merged, you know, branches or companies into our, into our company, again, there's a reason why, you know, and there's opportunity and all the different things. And I need you here. I want you here. That's the other thing is something I need you here. I yeah. want you here. Right. right? But right. again, but I need you to shift now into a different mindset. It's not an owner's mindset. Now it's a leader's mindset. And those can be two different things. Right. How, how is a leader's mindset different from an owner's mindset? Well, I think as an owner's mindset, we might be controlling something, yeah. right? Because my baby, my brand, my emotion, me, mm. right? Now, obviously, we're a leader as an owner, right? Right. But under a leader's mindset, we're now leading our team towards, mm. and it might be a different type of goal, a different income, or sorry, a different outcome, right? And so a leader, when I look at a leader, you know, my simple definition, and I'll take it like leader versus manager, for example, a leader pulls, mm. a manager pushes, mm. Right. right. And dare I say, an owner controls, you yeah. know, if I'm going to add that layer on there. Right. So, you know, we have to, as a leader, okay, well, now we got to pull our team towards, you know, which might be challenging because it might, to your point earlier, yeah. it might challenge, like logically, we may know we have to do this, but emotionally, right. we're still held back to the <laughs> ego of what it maybe was, mm. you know? Yeah, quite right. Yeah. And Craig, before we started, uh, you were mentioning that you had a story about Mount Rainier. I'm, I'm very curious <laughs> to hear about it. Yeah, well, um, as we were talking about some of this context, I'll put this story, um, like, just like we're approaching any goal, any initiative, you know, when I climbed Mount Rainier a long time ago, you know, I had all the skill sets to climb, or all, all the skills to climb Mount Rainier, just like we have the skills to, you know, run our business, be entrepreneurial, do all the different things that everybody, right? And we have a desired goal, right? reaching the summit was my goal of climbing Mount Rainier. Re- your goal might be selling your company. Mm. Okay, great. We start off with energy and passion and excitement. Yeah. And as we get going, it gets harder mm. and more frustrating. Mm. And, you know, when I'm climbing, it got harder, colder, more mm. difficult to breathe. The altitude kicked in, in the pursuit of selling your company, it might get more frustrating. And I don't want to get all, through all that compliance. And I don't want to have to do all this. I just want to sell, or maybe the negotiation is changing, or maybe a seller fell out in a different, you know, there's frustrations and right. this is where we can get knocked down. Hmm. And so just like climbing Mount Rainier, when I was tired, right. And we would take our breaks and you take your knee in order for us to get up the mountain, it became hmm. less about the eyes on the summit and more about my eyes on my step yeah. and my breath. Hmm. So my skills got me up, yeah, but it was my technique that got me to the summit. That step and that breath right. is what got me there. Just like in your pursuit of selling your business, it might come down to your daily steps, like we were talking about earlier. So, 
So it's more than just, you know, focusing on the small and the small yeah. certainly is, is there, but to focus on the things that are, are going to keep continually helping yeah. to drive things over. There. And when you get knocked down, because we all get knocked down or we got to take a knee, you know, whatever the case is, it is okay. And I tell this with my clients all the time. It is absolutely okay. Cause sometimes there's like this embarrassment. I'm the leader. I'm the owner. I can't get knocked down. No, I'm knocked down, man. It is absolutely okay, but it's right. not okay to stay down. Exactly. And so that's why, again, small, subtle shifts, one degrees, right? Like I talked about, it just takes one step to get back on path. Uh, that's it. I love that, Greg, because, you know, we do often see that where, where a deal will fall apart and to be able to go back and, and remarket again, go back through that process. It can be challenging. It can be difficult. It can be emotionally trying. Um, but what we found at, at Woodbridge is, is whenever we've remarketed, we've found new buyers, you know, timing is everything. Um, you find that there were buyers who maybe were busy doing something else when we marketed the first round. And, uh, and then the second time around they come in and, and suddenly this is the perfect timing for them to nail in on, on the, uh, the perfect business that was there the whole time. So you never know what you're going to find. And frankly, our ability to go back to market and find new buyers, that's something that I think sets us apart from, from others in the industry, but also for an entrepreneur to, to be able to have that tenacity, right? To be able to find that strength to come back and, and do it again. You know, that's, that's the key to success. Yeah. Well, and I can hear what you're saying. And I think you're, I mean, your clients are blessed to have, you know, you and your company and everybody, because we need to lean on each other and that can be difficult. And what you provide is strength and confidence, not just the tactical, you know, right. areas of, of obviously the, the successful outcomes, but being able to help Sherpa and guide when, you know, that's difficult to do. And that is similar to, you know, even with coaching. I mean, there's a reason why professional athletes have coaches off the field. There's a reason why CEOs have coaches. There's a reason why highly successful salespeople have coaches, right? There's a reason why entrepreneurs use you guys and they might be very successful in the sale of things, mm. but you know, we need, because we can't do it. It's because we're going to do it better right. together. Right. Yeah. And that focus on improving, right? Continuously improving. If you're not focused on continually improving, you're, you're going to get worse, you know? And, and frankly, as a leader, I think you need to have that mindset or else how are you going to help other people to improve? Yeah. I think complacency is like the worst, yeah. you know, like it, it, that kills everything. I think, you know, I, I remember going to a nursery to buy a plant and I'm sure like many, like, I don't know. I just, I, house plants are really hard to keep, right? I'm much better in the garden. Anywho, I remember the, the gal, she's like, you know, plants are either living or dying. There's no in between. Yeah. I thought that was interesting. Yeah. I like that. Complacency is that in-between part that, that lead to dying. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, Greg, that was all I had planned to ask for you today, but is there anything else that you wanted to share with our audience? No, I mean, no, I think this was a great conversation. I mean, I think really the last thing, you know, the, the message here, I'm just going to reiterate for everybody is look, I get it. I can only imagine the, the emotional and, you know, energy draining experience, you know, for a lot of people, you know, to sell their business and how exciting it can also be. My message to everybody is, you know, again, remember what brought you here and hopefully the inspiration. Don't lose sight of the steps and the activities and the actions and the partnership with Woodbridge and Jake and your team to help get you there and focus your success, tying your feeling of success, not on the result or the outcome, but on the daily steps and activities and actions that's going to get you towards your outcome. And that'll help keep you um, in momentum. So, Great. 
Craig Davis. Thank you very much for joining us today. Really appreciate it. And uh, all the uh, the links and uh, everything else should be down in the description. You can learn more about Ascend Experience Coaching and Consulting. And uh, again, thanks so much for uh, for being with us today. Yeah, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. I enjoyed it. Thank you for listening to another episode of Secrets to Selling Your Business, the podcast for entrepreneurs and business owners looking to unlock the secrets behind successful business transitions. We hope you enjoyed listening to this week's guest and their insights. If you like what you heard, please consider subscribing wherever you listen to podcasts.